Market Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. All right, let's get into the NFL week 14. Um, some massive games coming up. Jared, you might want to go through our seedings as they stand for the AFC and the NFC. Little bit of a change over the course of the last week. Indeed, Jimmy. And as we get to the seedings, I guess a couple of these results from uh, week 13 start to highlight some of these changes. So we saw the Bengals at home, who were uh, two and a half point underdogs beat the Chiefs again, 27-24. Now, they led 14-3, lost the lead, and then came from behind again. And Joe Burrow has this very good record against the Chiefs. Um, And once again, they stood up and won. The 49ers absolutely dusted up the Dolphins, even losing Jimmy uh, G in that first quarter. Uh, with, at the time, a suspected broken ankle. It now appears that it's not a break. He may be um, a slim chance of getting back for the finals. But 33-17, the Dolphins, who uh, I was very keen about some of their form leading into that game, well, they certainly got showing up. um, And uh, uh, Tua, who's been a bit of a a, a rookie and a big rap on him as a quarterback for the Dolphins, just had an absolute shocker. Um, we'll get to the lines in a moment. Now, the Cowboys absolutely flogged the Colts. Now, that was 21-19, uh, about a minute into the final quarter and blew out to a 54-19 uh, flogging. And the Cowboys could show uh, some of the improvement and in particular what they have in attack this season. Now, let's get to the lines. Now, the lines flogged the Jags, 40 to 14. We've got uh, Tristan um, Prickling up here in the background. He's just been on fire over recent weeks, riding this team. Now, Tristan, I read today, at the start of the season, Campbell, uh, the Lions coach, was 200 to 1 to win the coach of the year. And I think he's now in the under 20 to 1. Now, I don't know that he's going to end up in the frame. But the Lions do have a very good run home. Um, you know, they've got uh, a run where they've got the Vikings this week. Um, and they've been very well back. They started the week at plus one and a half underdogs. Now in the minus two and a half faves, Vikings, uh, Jets, Panthers, Bears and the Packers in the last week. Now, I think they'll beat the Jets, the Panthers, the Bears. The Packers have got nothing to play for and the Lions do. They could end up with a 9-8 finish in that run home. Gee, Tristan, you might have a little spring in your step at the moment. Yeah, I, I certainly do. And wow, they've, they've, uh, they've certainly turned the corner. And particularly with a few of those games early in the season, they're a little bit unlucky to to lose as well, which when you're a team that's been down and out and to lose those tight games, it can certainly set the tone for the season. But that probably makes their run in recent times even more impressive. So, no, they're certainly, uh, they're certainly making a bit of a charge. As you say, there's been an avalanche of, of money for the, uh, for the Lions this weekend. If they, could, if they could get the result here, just looking at a few of the other teams on the, uh, on the NFC side, there's certainly, um, I, I think the, uh, the wild card race is going to be wide open because you, you, you move away from that NFC East division. There's certainly uh, a very wide open uh, collection of sides are going to get through into that wild card position. I do. And uh, I think coming back to those seedings, so on the NFC, the Eagles, very impressive winners again. They're 11 and one, sit on top uh, uh, with seeding number one. I'm sure that that's where they're going to end up finishing, having week one off. Um, I think the teams be below them coming through 
I only really probably have time at the moment for the Cowboys. The 49ers possibly, but there's now going to be the question mark that they're going to be playing their third string rookie quarterback in uh, Young Purdy, who was the last man out in the draft. Amazing story that. Uh, on the AFC, well, gee, it's just so competitive. With the Bills winning, with the Chiefs losing, with the Bengals winning, all of a sudden the Bills go from sitting number five seed up to number one seed. Chiefs back at number two. Ravens ticking over, but I think they've got some problems in the weeks ahead. Um, and they're now going to be a number of weeks without Lamar Jackson. They're at, sitting at number three. The Bengals are the one with the Red Star. They're on the rise. Sit five at the moment, eight and four. But gee, they're playing some really good football. And I think um, far stronger quality football than they were last season. So um, AFCG, we're in, in for some outstanding finals in the weekend ahead, in particular on that AFC side. That was what characterised the Bengals season last year, wasn't it? The strong finish. So they're doing something similar again. Just on Detroit, they were one and six to start the year. Now they've won four of their last five. They take on the Vikings, as you mentioned, that. Uh, and he was a bit of a strange hire, wasn't he, Coach Dan Campbell? He was a bit of a different sort of dude. And everyone went, oh, hang on, what have we got, our, uh, got ourselves in for here? But doing a great job. Um, the Eagles are incredible. Have you changed your opinion on the Eagles? Because the Eagles were hot, then they weren't. And now they've come back to, we've got Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown just really firing this offense, Jared. Oh, listen, I, I think uh, last week's win over the Titans really really stamped the authority of the quality of play that they have in them. And um, very different to watch too, Jimmy, because we're seeing a quarterback that they're prepared to actually really do a lot of rushing and run yards, which normally they want to keep them away from uh, purely because they don't want the bumps and bruises and potential injury. And uh, he's a real find. Uh, Jimmy, interesting story about the Titans. Um, they went into that game. They were very heavily backed from about six and a half down to about three, but never, ever in the contest. The week prior, their general manager traded one of their uh, key attacking players and of all, in the week lead up, traded him to the Eagles. He went out and had an absolute blinder, uh, ripped them apart. Um, come Monday morning, the general manager who made that decision got sacked. Uh, and here the Titans are leading their division, uh, currently in a win, win position for their season. And back in February, he got a four-year extension. Well, it didn't last very long because after one very poor decision, well, there's question marks about a few others, but a very glaring one, he got walked out the door come uh, Monday morning. Do we know that Jimmy G's gone for the season? There was some speculation I read today that he might, might be back for late. So Brock Purdy filling the role there. Trey Lance has gone for the year. The other one was... The Bills lose Von Miller. Like, that. that's just got to be Tristan, the, you know, this guy, a serial winner, wherever he goes. If you Sean McDermott, you're thinking, oh, uh, we, that's a guy we didn't need to lose. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's where we're, we're in that crucial period of the season and, and we are getting a lot of uh, sizable injuries. Obviously, Jerry touched on with Lamar Jackson. So there's three key injuries uh, for, for, for contending sides at the moment, just all that have occurred in the last couple of weeks. So... Yeah, I, I think Von Miller, he's going to be a massive loss for the Bills. Um, but, you know, they, they do have quite a lot of depth there to, to cover that. But, yeah, like, I, I probably agree with Jared. Like, the way Cincinnati uh, beat a, a high-flying team in Kansas was very impressive. And it wasn't just the the, the Burrow effect and the shootout. It was it was a really impressive defensive performance as well against a really good side. And that, that steal on, on Kelsey 
late to, to get the ball where there was a little bit controversial, but it just shows they can do it on both sides of the ball as well. So, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fascinating run home. Uh, there, there's going to be a lot of moving and ebbs and flows, I think, and, and I think it's it's having a roster that's that's nice and clean, and, and that's where the Eagles probably got the their injuries at the right time of the year. They, they had injuries three or four weeks ago, and, and obviously they had such a good start to the season that if they did happen to drop a couple of games in that period, they were probably going to come back in, in in the right spot. Same as Dallas with, obviously, since Dak's come back, they've been unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm really excited to see how this, this season finishes off. I think Von Miller is just enormous for the Bills. And, Jimmy, you touch on yeah, the, the, the guy's a winner. He went to the Rams last year in a mid-season um, uh, uh, change. And then, you know, the guy's just got experience. He's won titles. Uh, he was adding such a key difference to the Bills. And, you know, as a, a number of experienced commentators have said in the last couple of days out of the US, if you take Von Miller out of that defensive lineup for the Bills, they're good, but they don't have any of that experience. And he was the man that was able to make such a difference. So I think that that's a huge issue for the Bills and a big watch. I, I think the other key point about the Bengals is that last year when, when they were on that run, um, Burrow only really had one target in the air, and that was uh, Chase. And, you know, it paid dividends, and they were uh, such an attacking side and beautiful to watch. This year he's got three targets, um, and they're using their attack far differently and I think far better. And I showed again last week when they were – they lost the lead to the Chiefs, and for them to come home like they did, they also dropped an absolute sitter in – um, the touchdown zone, you know, they could have ended up winning by a far bigger margin they, than they did. So uh, very interesting weeks ahead. Jimmy, looking at best bets this week, I thought uh, off the back of that loss, the Kansas City Chiefs, um, they go to Denver this week against the Broncos. We know how poor the Broncos and Russell, Russell Wilson's very questionable form has been. I think the Chiefs need to keep winning and performing to their best. Uh, I really like them here. Uh, yeah, the the Broncos have just no points in them. Um, the line's eight and a half. The Chiefs' record and uh, Mahomes' record over this season and last year when uh, the lines have been probably above uh, five or six points hasn't been great, but this is the Broncos. I think he rips them a new one. I think the best of the week is the Chiefs at the minus eight and a half um, to absolutely give it to the Broncos. Tristan, you got a best for us this week? Yeah, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, the 49ers this weekend. I, I, I think watching that game against the Buccaneers, um, I thought they were very, very ordinary, the Buccaneers, other than uh, than the last three or four minutes when Tom Brady became Tom Brady again. <laughs> and I think the fact that the 49ers have lost uh, Jimmy G, I, 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 there's been a lot of talk about that. I think it's got the line positioned at, at a spot where it's probably underrepresented, uh, you know, based on a number of factors. I, I think if Tampa Bay lose that game um, last week, and I, I think this line is probably over five, and, and I don't really think there's too much of a difference there. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking San Fran cover the minus, uh, minus three and a half, despite uh, the disrupted week. Uh, best defence in the league too, haven't they, the 49ers at the moment? So... Um... Yeah, I like where you're going on that one. And, okay. Jimmy, Jimmy, the Shanahan also plays a scheme where, um, as he showed when Purdy came off the bench last week, it's not so much about the quarterback. It's actually about the quarterback just getting the ball to where he wants it. Um, and I agree with Tristan. I, I think they cover that line. All right. I'm going to take you to SoFi Stadium. Uh, by the way, David Warner out. David Warner Ooh. out for 21. 
So Australia, we're rollicking along. Uh, David just dismissed as we are uh, recording this podcast. Yeah, so I'm going to take you SoFi Stadium uh, and I'm going to take on your men, uh, Toa and the Miami Dolphins. So Los Angeles Chargers, Justin Herbert and the crew. I'll take the plus three and I'll take the $2.07 as my best bet there. Um, I know they've had injury concerns, but you can say the same about all sides. But um, with Herbert there at, at home, uh, albeit there probably won't be many Chargers fans in the stadium, um, then I'm going I'm to go with uh, the Chargers plus three. The Chargers do have a very good record when they're the, the dogs, Jimmy. You've got them the right week. Um, I'm going to go with a second NFL bet this week instead of uh, sifting through the horse form as well. Carolina Panthers up against the Seattle Seahawks uh, up in Seattle. Um, I just think there's a lot of points in this. Both teams really struggling in defence. Seahawks over the last three or, four, so, uh, three or four weeks absolutely opening up and conceding way, way too many points. I think this is an attacking shootout. And uh, either side of the ball who have got the, uh, a playing attack, I just think we'll see um, a lot of points. So I'm going for the over 44 and a half there at $1.92. Do we think Joe Burrow gets it done finally against the Cleveland Browns or are we, we staying away from that one? You know, Burrow's never beaten the Browns. Is that right? Wow. He's had, he's had four cracks and he's zero from four. And uh, I think there's a there's a... I don't like the Browns. I'd have to be with the Bengals. Um, I think you know, Deshaun Watson's first game last week was atrocious, but they are back at home. But they do have a defensive setup that does seem to shut down Burrow and uh, a lot of his attack. And earlier this season, they did clean them up um, on the road. So Browns back at home. Gee, I'm with Bengals, but I couldn't touch the game. What's the line, Tristan? Line is a flat six, but there has been a little bit of a push for the plus. It's 185 the plus. So, uh, yes, 